Bennett Foddy has entered the endless list this week on the podcast. It's Quop? Quop? I think that's what it's called. Quop? Definitely, definitely Quop. On it so bad. Welcome, Encore. Hello. Hello, Mike. Good to be here. We're doing a bunch of solo, just me and somebody else podcasts in the last two weeks. I had Steve by himself for the first time ever. I think this is, or not for the first time ever, first time in a long time. I think this is just you and I's for, no, it's not. We actually did Diablo together. We did Diablo, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it's my fault that that took so long to get out there after the request was made too. Oh, oh yeah, that was a request. <laughs> God damn. That was a while ago. Um. Yeah, so this week we're doing Quop or QWOP, whatever you want to call it. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm just going to play QWOP, Quop. I'm going to just say Quop from now on. Quop. While we, while we, while we uh, record this podcast. But, Alcorn, <laughs> what is Quop? Quop. That, it's a, a ragdoll race. Not racing that's not the right word for it it's a it's, i feel like it's essentially just a flash game where you control this ragdoll runner using q w and o and p hence the name quap uh just to to move your legs and attempt to run uh, a 100 meter race uh it is extremely difficult and this uh it, yeah you just the physics of it are just so wonky your arms don't actually help you run at all so you just get distracted by that shit and yeah, it's it's a re- a really fucky game, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, it, it's uh, I think our first browser-based game that's on the endless list of video games. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, we have like iOS and Android games, but we don't have games that originated on a like a Flash Flash game. Yeah, I, I want to get more into those. I feel like I mean like that that obviously wasn't where I started gaming, but like in like middle school, I feel like when I'm really getting into like the internet essentially and just like going through like all the different like kinds of just games shit like that you could do you'd stumble over to like coffee break arcade and i think like break.com had some games like there were just a bunch of random websites with with flash games that i would just spend hours just clicking through random ones so i'm actually pretty pumped that we're doing a flash game now yeah we've talked about in the past potentially doing like a whole app like a a twitch stream where we just add a couple of flash games, but we wanted to do Quop specifically because it is pre- was pretty popular. It's probably one of the more popular flash games. And it's funny you mentioned it was in middle school because I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I really didn't get into flash games until I was in college. And it's just yeah. like the age age discrepancy. It was like right around like 2002, 2003 is when I started playing. I don't know if you ever played like the table tennis game that was like sick. That that was a flash game. I played the shit out of that one. There was a oh, whole bunch of. Flash was that where games. you're just like moving your mouse back and forth, like kind of like almost like 3D pong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. No, I, I do remember that. I feel like maybe this wasn't quite middle school. This was probably high school for me uh, yeah. at, at that point. But yeah. <laughs> I'm up to 5.4, 5. 5.6. 5. <laughs> you're just stumbling along. What's I, your <laughs> What's your strategy? 
it's the same same thing you just like <laughs> w and o are like the the left leg and then q and p are the right leg like q and w are the different thighs o and p are the calves uh mm-hmm. so, I'll, so i'll end up just doing like w o at the same time and q and p at the same time and i'll just stutter my way down the track <laughs> but even then i keep fucking up i think my best is 77 77 uh, yeah good lord yeah yeah so you have to make your way down the track. It's realistic. The thing about Bennett Foddy and oh, I don't know if you know this. I, I didn't realize this. Do you know the band Cut Copy? Uh, it sounds familiar. So Cut Copy is like one of my favorite bands. He was the bassist in Cut Copy. No shit. Yeah. So did, he's did, like did, um, electro electronics, electronic music, like uh, dancey stuff. Did he have any like prior game experience? Like a game dev experience? Not I guess not game dev. I don't know if you can call it that for a Flash game, but actually, like, how did that even, how does that even happen? So he, he was the bassist in Cut Copy. He left Cut Copy around, like, 2003, 2004, um, and went to get his PhD, and he was, when he was making this game, he was dire- deputy director and senior research fellow of the program on the ethics of new biosciences at the Oxford Martin School, part of the University of of Oxford, (laughs) is when he created (laughs) Co-op. So this person is a tremendously smart person. (laughs) He's a former bassist of Cut Copy and somebody who is in biosciences PhD program at Oxford University, (laughs) which is wild. (laughs) That That is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> I, I hope this game was part of his thesis or whatever. I don't. I do not believe it was. I think it went <laughs> off into something else. Um, I think he's made a, a whole bunch of money now off video games. I don't know the, if he does anything with biosciences anymore, but hmm. he's since made like he made Getting Over It. Do you remember that game? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, it's Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. He does like the the voiceover and also designed that game. Um, he's made huh. a couple more flash games. He made a game called GURP, which is, it's a, like a play on grip, which is a, it's a, like a guy climbing, but you, instead of using like oh. di- different, you have to like type letters in order for him to climb up. Oh shit. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do. I remember this one too now. Yeah. 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 He also did the music for Ape Out, which came out a couple years ago. No shit. Yeah. So he's like, a, he's the Renaissance man of video games, essentially, but if I it's it's pretty wild. I mean, he's made a lot of like his games also are like super influential on um just a lot of different games. If you like look at like Gang Beasts and the way uh-huh. like arms and stuff work in that or like Heave Ho or Pikuniku or Octodad or even like a right. game like Mount Mount Your Friends. I think what he tries to do is generally create a system that's not so much intuitive but like makes sense on paper. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's quoted as saying, generally, if you try to apply a formula with my games, it's not going to work out. You need to let your brain adapt to the system. Um, And I think that's a good way to describe what his games are. They're, like, obtuse games in terms of how you control them. But the way he has it worked out in, in like, how they they work, it makes sense. But it just, like, the controls are unintuitive as as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Like co-op, too, like I totally get it. Like you have one key to control each thigh and one key to control each calf. Like it, it makes it makes sense on a certain level in in co-op, but it's just out of like I, I'm just not wired that way. I don't know. Like I can't get this character to actually start running fluidly. It's just it, it 
it, I don't know why. It shouldn't be this hard, but it is fucking ridiculously difficult. Yeah, he's his one of his quotes is that I was reading is, I've always been more comfortable in an intuitive problem-solving space than a painstakingly logical one. And I think a lot of video games just in general are logical, but his mm-hmm. quote continues is, I think that that's true in, uh, in my video game practice. There are certain people who make video games in an engineering way, in a programming way, and that's valid. Yeah. But you can also make games in a free-associating, intuitive, freewheeling style. That's the kind of creative space I'm interested in quote bennett thought he huh um but yeah so he's like yeah it's like awesome. super unintuitive controls but entirely practical <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no that, that <laughs> makes sense that makes sense yeah i mean so this game is it's it's really you know short it's it's not it's, it's a flash game your goal is to go as far as you can by running there is the like What's that? What's that song that's playing in the background occasionally? Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you can actually get coherent steps going, music starts to just grow and play, and it's it's almost like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's like da 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 da. It's oh, like it's, at the end of old school when they're doing the, the gymnast, gymnastics uh, challenge or whatever. Yeah, it's chariots of fire is what the. Oh, is that what it is? Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> It's, pre- it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, and he he also didn't want to have a leaderboard um, in the game because he thought it would be he wanted people to make their own goals, mm-hmm. uh, which was to go as far as they can. And I think that carried through to most of his games. Although uh, getting over it definitely has an end. This game has an end too. After a hundred meters, there's like a jumping section and you can't go any further. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, this this is a game. Also, like this came out in two thousand eight, so like probably at the tail end of the original flash wave yeah, um, yeah right when like indie games were starting so like 2008 was the same year as braid um world of goo do you remember that game at all yeah 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 yep um also bloons came out that year oh no shit yeah so 2008 was was a year <laughs> Wait, yeah we were starting to get like digital platforms where people could like release stuff more easily and also there were um easier way for people to develop uh games so like you started to see people release games on steam on the xbox xbox live arcade originally mm-hmm. and then also on the wii um eShop thing whatever it was called virtual console where they had those games oh, right. but yeah yeah i mean this is just this game just in general for the audience this is like part of our credo we really want to add every video game ever <laughs> And in order to do that, we have to add games like this. So you'll see Flash games added occasionally to the endless list. Um, and this is our first one. Hopefully we'll add more. I mean, what what Flash games stood out for you as, like, big parts of... I know we, we talked briefly about it, mm-hmm. but w- what were the big ones that you remember? Um, there's essentially... Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but, uh, like, there's a variation. It was called, like, Rafflecopter. It was like a Flappy Bird, essentially, what that, oh, yeah. what that became but there were so many different skins for it um and then like one of them was just like the little helicopter that you'd have going through like i would just randomly spend hours just like playing games like that um another one is usually some form of like slingshot or like launcher kind of game where you're trying to just shoot your whatever the projectile as far as possible and then if you go a certain distance like you get some money to upgrade and you can slowly like build like upgrade your launcher upgrade your paper airplane or whatever and get farther and farther and i would just burn hours doing shit like that honestly in different variations of it 
Yeah, do you remember uh do you remember Stick Fight? That game was sick. Yeah, Stick Fight was legit. Yeah, there was a lot of uh there's a lot of games that I wasted a lot of time playing. Yeah, yep. Flash games around then. Um, what other games? Uh, Free Runners was like a big one. I don't. Th- I don't remember if that was originally on iOS, or I think it was. Like tower defense games were like really big. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. For Flash games, definitely. I love those games because I was a big RTS guy. So tower defense <laughs> was just like the next step. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to get so into tower defense games. I remember Warcraft Three had a had a mod or a custom game version that they would do and just like you'd have nine people all playing the same tower defense like and just had to stop them i guess they would go through everybody's kind of uh base and you could just build different towers to like create a little path to force them through and as long as they had like a spot to go they wouldn't attack your shit so it was was, those yeah i would just lose myself in those in those games and that game became dota (laughs) yeah and then eventually eventually, yeah started turning into dota yeah exactly (laughs) So, which is another game we have to add at some point, Lord. Oh, def- definitely. So, so many games. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, this game was, so I mentioned that this game was pretty influential just in terms of how it was designed. But it was, it was so influential, it was, it was a part of a Museum of Modern Art exhibit called oh, no Arcade. Shit. Yeah, so that was featured there. Um, it was appeared on the season nine premiere of The Office. Um, somebody is playing. Oh, really? in the on the office um so it was in the po- the popular zeitgeist when it came out um and the world the there's a guinness world record guinness officially recognizes a world record for this game what? completing it in 51 seconds is the world record 51 Her- seconds it took me five fucking minutes to get like 15 <laughs> meters like oh my god i can't <laughs> i can't imagine that shit yeah, like if you watch the world record, they actually get the runner to run. Like it's you just watch him running. That's mind blowing. Which is wild. That is absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, this is this is a game. Um, another game that was influential on this, uh, Mount Your Friends. We should do that for the podcast at some point. Oh, I'd be down. Mount Your Friends is a great game. We should also play that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I fucking love it. Mount Your Friends. Um, do it. Yeah, so I, I I feel like this is a short game. I think we've talked about it enough. I think it's about time for us to get <laughs> into our ranking of where this game goes on our endless list, which currently goes from number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 142, Dark Castle. Um, and yeah, this is our 143rd entry, our first browser-based game. It's our probably our 12th. If you want to call this an indie game, it probably is an indie game. Um, <laughs> I would think so. Twelfth, yeah. twelfth indie game, um, and yeah, like for me, like it's not. I think this game's influential. I also think it's a flash game. It's short. It has very what like one very specific thing that it does. Um, so I think it goes in close to the bottom of the list. I, I, I uh, agree. I agree. But I don't. I don't know where like on the bottom. Like I could see this maybe going as high as like number 132 but i could see it going as low as like a uh 137 ish so i don't know where to put it (laughs) i i refuse to have this game go below kim kardashian hollywood (laughs) (laughs) what kotaku said that that game was like the number top 100 games of the 2010s oh my god (laughs) (laughs) or polygon one of those i mean but also like Bart versus the Space Mutants. I don't know. I'd like, that game's, ter- game's trash. I, I know it's trash, but like it's like a 
<laughs> I don't. It's so, it's so tough with a flash game. I don't like. I guess we'll we'll establish a precedent with this one, but I just have. It's just not as comparable as like any of these other ones. So. Yeah, I mean, flash games. Well, so there are some flash games that are pretty deep. Um, yeah. Flash that's games. Fair. There's there's a plenty of very different flash games. There's flash games that are like one action and you do them. There's flash games like. Field Runners had like levels out the ass at mm-hmm. the end of it when it got done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like even like a game like Balloons is more in depth than this game, you know? Right, right, right. No, that's that is true. That is true. Um, I mean, I I agree that 132 is probably the upper limit on this. Mm-hmm. I I'm still wildly against it going below Kim Kardashian. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I want to put it at 136. 136? Yeah. Ahead of, ahead of uh, NES Home Alone? Yes. I like NES Home Alone, but I, I, mean, I think this game's fair. more interesting than that game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair I just enough. think Kim Kardashian's Hollywood is, like, a much more in-depth experience in this. And while it does... While Quat provides some interesting <laughs> ideas, it really has a particular wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's fair. That I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. One thir- one thirty six. I mean, I didn't really play Kim Kardashian Hollywood. I'm just <laughs> just general principle that I don't want this to be below it. But I mean, I'll take your word for it that there's a little more depth to Kim Kardashian Hollywood than than Quat. Quap is a very one-dimensional game. Yeah, and I think like you look above it in like Spy vs. Spy and Mad World and Pit Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least those Kim Kardashian, Spy vs. Spy, and Mad World are like more solid games. I think Spy vs. Spy has some interesting ideas in it. I mm-hmm. think Mad World's like a deeper game and just probably should go higher than that. Um, right, right, but right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think this game probably like. And again, when we think about the list here, and just for people out there, there's not that many bad games on this list. And I wouldn't put mm-hmm. this game in the bad bad category either. It's no. not like it's a bad bad game. It's just there's there are different weights that we put on these things. And so this, I think, fits in nicely at number 136. I think actually of the bad games that are on this list is Shaq Fu Down is pretty much <laughs> the bad games. Everything above that is either mediocre, interesting, or shallow. Okay. So that uh, you just t- taking a look. Yeah. Okay. No, I I get that. I'm I'm okay. I agree with you there. Looking at this list now. So we do have a new number 136. A nice short episode for you guys, so you can go out there and eat your. Uh, well, actually, you won't be eating your turkey because this will be posted next week. But this is our <laughs> Thanksgiving short game. Maybe we should extremely short game. Maybe we should make that our. Uh, Thanksgiving week we record an episode that's extremely short. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> squeeze it in, in between all the, the madness of the holiday. Yeah. Um, but I'm... we will... I do think we should, in the future, make... Um, do a, a live stream where we add random Flash games to the list. I would be very into that. I fucking, fucking love Flash games. I, like It's going to be tough, but I think we could do a longer podcast with you know, like you said, have like four or five, play through them, rank them. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm surprised this even was 20 minutes. <laughs> we t- talked more about this game than, than I thought we would, to be honest with you. They always are longer than you expect. Yeah. 
Last week, uh, Steve and I were like, this is going to be a 20-minute episode. We're going to bust this out real quick. <laughs> and then it ended up being a 35-minute episode because he wanted to rank it way too high. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, the ranking is at least a solid 25% of every podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we're every game. So we're going to add every game to the list. And just for for the record here, I showed other people on the podcast – um, that I have a, a long list that I've been creating on my phone of games that I want to add to the list <laughs> eventually that when I think about them, I have to write them down. And like uh, the top five for me right now are Enter the Gungeon, Downwell, Super Mario Kart, Command & Conquer, and Mini Metro are my top five on there. But that will probably change. This, I mean, but- all solid choices. Have you heard of Mini Metro before? Have you ever heard of that game? Uh, well, I think you might have talked about it before. I think that's the the extent of it for me. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, all those games I want to add eventually. But Quop was on that list, so Quop, we've added Quop, our new number one hundred and thirty six. Congratulations to Bennett Foddy. He's now <laughs> on the endless list of video games. I'll be sure to tweet at him when we post this podcast um, <laughs> next week. But yes. Um, Encore, do you know what we're playing next week for a game? Uh, No, I missed it in the Discord. What are we playing? We're not playing anything. We're watching a movie. Oh, shit. Trick question. Yeah. And I, totally, and I, I absolutely knew that. <laughs> I think we'll be watching a movie, and we have changed what movie we're going to be watching, I believe. And don't quote me on this, because it could change, listener. But um, we're <laughs> going to be watching the movie The Wizard. Which oh, hell yeah. Technically, outside of our movie constraints, movie endless list strengths, constraints, but we will be watching it nonetheless, <laughs> and we'll be doing a podcast about it. So, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Encore. Thank you, Mike. And, uh, see you next week.